What up? What up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to football today. Let's be talking about the FA Cup fixture between Chelsea and Manchester United. What a fixture that is! Uh, it's it's a fixture definitely that neither uh, you know both managers you know want to win. You know, neither manager can afford a loss, um, but. One of them will be taking a loss. One of them will be taking that big L. Um, and I'm I'm leaning towards um, you know Manchester United losing this match. Um, it feels like everything is stacked up to the uh, against them. Um, to be more clear, um, you know if we if we look at it, you know Manchester United. Let's just look at it on you know just looking at what happened in the last couple weeks between these uh both clubs so chelsea chelsea you know last game they go away uh i I think it was away actually i don't think it was away i'm sorry um yes it was away i'm sorry Uh, they were away to malmo in the the europa league they won 2-1 you know just you know it's malmo we expected a win uh, maybe another 2-1 but before that you know they got a big big beating you know manchester city showed that they are the champions six nil against chelsea and the funny thing is about that that the week before that chelsea won five zero to huddersfield so it's crazy crazy um so you know they did have a bounce back game uh, against malmo but that is not really the game Chelsea fans will be looking to Chelsea fans will be looking to Chelsea um, players and Mario Chosati to you know get the job done against Manchester United in the FA Cup. On the other side of the pond, you have Manchester United. You know Manchester United, they're in a hell for this month. You know they are in hell. It doesn't look like um, it doesn't look great for them because you know in a in a month span Manchester United play uh, Crystal Palace Southampton um, PSG Arsenal uh, Liverpool um, so it, it's going to be a tough tough uh, for Manchester United um, considering that you know before before the match before the game against PSG and we all know they they lost to PSG um, you know but that that's not the point the point in this is that you know before even uh, the the ball was kicked you know the opinions in the football world was amazing because you know everybody was basically calling for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to be you know the manager in charge from here on here out you know with all the games he'd won and you know the the bounce back performances you know the team was looking different Pogba Rashford uh, Martial um, you know, everybody was looking better, and then you know the PSG go- game came around, and they suffered a two-nil defeat at Old Trafford, uh, which possibly the worst thing that could happen. You know, not scoring at home and giving up two uh, to one of the top sides in in Europe, and then you know after the match, you know everything changed so fast. You know, uh, Manchester United fans and the football world said, you know, maybe Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not the person. Um, that should be taking charge for, for next season. You know, maybe it should be uh, Pochettino, maybe it should be Conte, maybe it should be Zidane. Um, you know, all the names came back again, even though, you know, before the match, everything was um, everything was nice and clear and blue. 
So it's it's ridiculous how everything changes, you know. But again, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done great uh, since uh, Mourinho left, and um, it's very difficult to judge um, Solskjaer on you know the defeat in Europe. You know, uh, it's it, you know he's he's just there, and what he's done is pretty good. You know, for him, you know, we expected him to win. I didn't. I in a way, I expected Manchester uh, Manchester United to win. Um, not a tie. I expected Manchester United to win this game, a two-one or a, you know maybe a one-zero. But I didn't think a one-zero was doable. So a two-one, and they would probably lose and get kicked out um, on the return leg. But I expected them to win this specific match, but uh, it didn't happen. It did not happen. So now, um, you know, United now have to play Chelsea Monday night at Stamford Bridge. Um, in the FA Cup fifth round, and they have a weekend game also against Liverpool, league leaders in Liverpool. So it's going to be a tough, tough, tough week for uh, Manchester United and the week after also. So it's important for uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and the Mauricio Sarri to get everything uh, going for their teams. You know, whoever wins is going to, you know, um, put a bandage over the the wound for sure for both sides. Um and you know it's it's going to be an interesting game because like i said um both teams won't be winning any any major trophies maybe the europa league for chelsea i don't see manchester united you know winning the champions league another one are going to win the league so the fa cup is the um, most feasible feasible um chance for them to get a trophy at their hands and what better way to you know field your best 11 um against uh, your opposition and you know, they're saying that Chelsea will line up with, um, uh, you know, Alonso with, with obviously the goalie, uh, Kepa, um, Alonso, David Luiz, Rudiger, Aspilicueta, Barkley, Jorginho, Kante, Hazard, Higuain, Pedro, or maybe William. Um, that's that's probably what Mauricio Sarri will, you know, go with. Still, still no sight of uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, there's that. Manchester United. Um a little different for Manchester United because, you know, with what happened in the PSG, um, Lingard and Marshall both out injured. Um, and then Alexis Sanchez got injured in training. So he's a doubt. So we might be, see a, you know, not a wide uh, players for Manchester United. We might see Lukaku and Rashford up top. Juan Mata playing right behind them. And in the midfield of Herrera, Matic and Pogba with young Smalling Jones um, and Shaw with either De Gea, I'm not sure if they're going to rotate for Romero, but um, it is what it is. So everything is going to, everything is going to play out Monday night, you know, with PSG handing Manu the loss, you know, it was a big reality check, like I said before in the other podcasts previous, uh, previously. So uh, this will be, this will be a nice um, get together and, you know, let's get it done, you know, a bounce back game for the Manchester United players because, you know, they're eager to get out after that performance. And um with with what with when went down with Jesse Lingard and Anthony Martial um in the in the second half, um, they will be missing out and Alexis Sanchez most likely, you know, being a doubt, we will be seeing the likes of Lukaku and Rashford. And I think Manchester United have to, you know, they have to um, count on both 
those players, both Rashford and Lukaku, to come through. There's no ifs, buts, or any way around it. Lukaku needs to perform, and yes, he's been sitting on the bench, but if you want to win the manager, this is the time. If the man new manager is coming in, you've got to show this is your perfect opportunity. And he came with injuries, so you've got you've got you've got the place. You've definitely got the place. So Lukaku for sure will be returning to the starting eleven with uh marcus rashford um so it will be it will be definitely a new new um approach uh you know from what we've seen and um as far as chelsea you know chelsea have been doing really good in the fa cup they have six clean sheets out of the last ma seven matches uh, manchester United have been doing good in the fa cup they've won seven out of the last eight um so everything Everything has been pretty, pretty good for both sides in the FA Cup. You know, Man United scoring at least two goals in the seven of the last eight matches in the FA Cup. Um, and Chelsea, the part of, most important is Chelsea are undefeated um, against United in all competitions in the last 10 matches at Stamford Bridge. Um, so it's, it's going to be great. Um, again, my prediction, I think Chelsea are going to bounce back. After that 6-0 defeat to City, yeah, even going with Malmo, that 6-0 defeat stares with you. Um, and, you know, the Malmo, is, it wasn't the great, it wasn't a convincing performance. You know, they got the job done, but, you know, that's that's not what, you know, we wanted, or any Chelsea fan, in, in fact, we wanted to see. Um, so, Chelsea will be bouncing back, um, you know, from this City performance, and even the Malmo performance. So, um, I, I have my odds on uh, Chelsea winning. Um, you know, with Manchester United, uh, with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer getting his first defeat, um, that performance was really, really stale, was really, you know, boring, was um, unenthusiastic. Um, it was, you know, at times trash and at times um, stupid for, you know, for the status of Manchester United, for how big Manchester United are. You know, we, at least give us a fight. Um, and the fight wasn't even there at times, you know, the the basics weren't there. And I think I think United will be trying to bounce back. And this is a this is potentially a huge match for you know not both both fan bases, not even both for both managers, but for both clubs because this will steer both clubs into a new direction. Because if Chelsea lose, think about the uh, think about you know how Chelsea fans will will be, will be you know acting with how can you lose to united with players missing you know um we have we're not going to be getting trophies Mauricio sorry is going to be in a hot seat um you know he can still win the europa league but you know it might cost him a top four um everything everything is going to be calculated for chelsea you know if you know i think chelsea need to win more in a way because if chelsea lose i'm thinking Mauricio sorry might be fired and that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. But again, if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer lose, there's no way he's going to be fired. Like I said, he is a caretaker. He's here for the end of the season. Um, so it's going to be tough uh, for United. Like I said, they have not won a match at Stamford Bridge since uh, 2012. And, uh, and you know, they've struggled uh to play Chelsea uh, at at Stamford Bridge, you know, it looks like a sacred place for Chelsea at home against United, and um, I think the pressure will really, really be on um, will really be on Mauricio Sarri, and you know, um, 
with Chelsea, the board, the players, the fans are going to be expecting a lot from uh, from the performances, a bounce back from the the lame performance, the struggling performance with Malmo, and the embarrassing performance against City. So, um, you know, a lot of people will be saying, you know, sorry ball, and a lot of people will be saying, um, all they're going to start to say, you know, there's going to be so much to get around with, but this game is huge. I'm telling you, this game is huge. Um, this is I will be watching this game. Uh, it's Monday, uh, so everything is to play for both sides. We just gotta see which side comes um, ready and locked and loaded. Um, let me know what you guys think, because you know it's funny because um, both sides, um, you know, we didn't expect such performances you know with Chelsea with City you think Chelsea with you know would adapt and change and you know sorry but you know I don't know it's weird because for a man for a man that experienced an old you know maybe he hasn't been in the toppest toppest uh, of the you know pecking order in follows football games you know Champions League finals and Champions semifinals and stuff like that but you know You've you've managed pretty top sides in Napoli, and you've taken top players to you know ends to the ends where you could take them. So for him to you know be very very um, you know stubborn as far as what he's doing, you know not changing the players, you know after the whole Callum Hudson thing, you know he's only played like about twenty minutes after whole, um, you know not being uh, you know basically Chelsea saying you know you're not sold in the winter so after that you know he hasn't played much he hasn't given an opportunity even though um, they said that you know we'll try to convince him to stay and all that so Chelsea is just it's it's like a it's like a weird irony with Chelsea you know they want trophies and now it's not the winning now mentality with Abramovich and Chelsea fans and I definitely respect that but you've got to you've got to know uh, the decisions that you make and if it doesn't happen and if there's consequences you have to live by it too um you know and i'm not saying this to keep keep uh sorry in a job you know sorry has done some dumb stuff and if he gets fired it's it's on him because you know chelsea fans um you know they're screaming for certain players to play you know they're screaming for a, a adaptation they're they're screaming for uh, a movement uh, you know they're screaming at players for for the you know defensive laps everything has to be accounted for and the manager um you know has to glue that and when he's not he can't glue that you know he, you can't replace you know 20 some odd players or 10 some odd players you can replace one manager that you can do quickly and swiftly so for chelsea you know like I said, if honestly, I'm gonna say if you know if Chelsea lose this match, especially at home, especially at home, you know, it's gonna be so bad for them because this they're probably gonna be Chelsea fans at time they're gonna be rocking. They're gonna be you know rooting their team on. Um, you know they want they want this trophy. They might not be getting any more any trophy this season. You know, Europa League is still. You know, you got to play knockout tie. You got to play a final. Anything could happen. And there's pretty good teams in the Europa League as well. So for Chelsea, they have to be very, very um, motivated. And you know, if you're not motivated after a six nil, I don't know what to say. And maybe you need that extra push from the manager. And maybe Sorry can give him that. But the fact of the matter is that you know. 
this match might be the match that either you know keeps sorry or you know you know sorry is fired so a sacking with sorry you know i don't like when managers get uh, sacked but sometimes they've got to get sacked and um it's it's tough to say you know it might not be their fault it might not be you know even slight of their fault and um as far as maybe you know of course managers get some fault but sometimes managers you know uh, they lose dressing rooms and sometimes the managers you know they just can't do it and it's not their fault maybe they're not capable and not to say that sorry is not capable because obviously he is capable you know he took napoli uh, you know you know to the ends to compete with juventus so he failed i mean he tried his best but at the end of the day he didn't get a trophy a Serie A trophy you know but it is what it is now he's come to chelsea they've given him Jorginho, and Jorginho, you know i'm not saying he's a bad player but he's a very one-dimensional player you know he can't you know he's got, he doesn't have the legs you know he's supposed to he's in a more slower tempo game um you know if you don't have the ball uh, if you're Jorginho, it's going to be tough um and you know he doesn't provide much uh, support either going forward or going backwards but again he's a regista and he has to play like that not to say that you know he's 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 not good enough for the premier league that's just bullshit you know with some little changes and work anything can work you just have to put your mind to it um and if it doesn't work and if you quit well that's on you but you know if you're if Jorginho went for all that money you're telling me you paid all that money for a garbage can not possible i will even defend Jorginho, and i will defend the chelsea fans that think like that Jorginho is not a terrible player but it's the type if it's, it's the way maybe you use him maybe it's tell him what you're doing maybe the, the you know someone else needs to cover for him you know there's so many things and that's what chelsea chelsea have a problem now doing um you know i'm not a chelsea fan but i would like to say you know i would love to see um ruben loftus cheek and callum be playing you know with barkley um with barkley it's a little different um you know i would love to see you know kovacic also playing but man loftus cheek you know i don't even watch much premier league games you know i don't watch in a week in week out. i try to get in games when i can um you know, I don't, as far as, you know, I don't watch, you know, every game, but I, sometimes, you know, I, I catch up here and here, I, I watch highlights, but Ruben Loftus-Cheek, um, he didn't miss uh, the Malmo uh, match, he was a doubt, uh, he's a doubt now with the, with the back injury, but, you know, if Ruben Loftus-Cheek gets the play, I would love to see him play, I think he's a very good player, um, it doesn't seem like uh, Cahill or Drinkwater will be playing either, uh, they're a doubt, but um, as far as I say, you know, because uh, David Luiz and Rudiger, uh, they have been at times, you know, great. And at times they've been shaky. Um, and sometimes I've been calling for Christensen to get a game. Uh, but again, Christensen is young. Even Rudiger is young. And David Luiz is that um, the guy that Mauricio Sarri trusts. He's, he's the ball playing center back. He's the, you know, he's the veteran on the team. You know, he's old. He's 30 years old. He's had his stints at Chelsea. Um, so... It is what it is. Um, Marcus Alonso, again, when I see Marcus Alonso, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he, he's not the type of player to be running down the left-hand side on an adventure like full, most fullbacks. He's not going to be giving a Marcelo type of game. He's going to be staying put and, and playing. You see, Marcus Alonso will be great at Atletico Madrid with Diego Simeone. Diego Simeone does not play the same type of football as Mario Sosari. So 
everything has to be accounted for. And maybe um, uh, maybe Emerson can get a shout. I mean, he has played, but uh, if he gets a you know more more matches, and you know, I'm pretty sure Chelsea fans will be uh, excited also. So there's that. Um, you know, the midfield of Berkeley, Jorginho, and Conte. Um, that's that's one issue. You know, I would, in my opinion, again. I will play um, Conte more deep, a more deeper um, to help out Luis and Rudiger, and put a Jorginho more um, uh, more on the side. And maybe I understand. Maybe he doesn't want to put Jorginho away from the central because if uh, if they're here, he needs to cover and help Aspilicueta or uh, or Alonso um, or whoever's on the fullbacks. You know, yeah, it's gonna be tough, but. Um, it is what it is. It kind of hurts Conte, um, but we'll we'll see. Up top, Hazard, Higuain, and uh, whether it's William or Pedro, we shall see. Um, Higuain, I think Higuain will score. Um, this was a perfect made match for Higuain. Um, we'll see. The match will be made with Hazard. Um, like I said, if Hazard runs right or has a half-decent game, then Chelsea... Um, have a good chance of winning this match. Um, Higuain, I think he will score. I think Higuain um, will, will be up for this game. You know, after what happened with Chelsea again, like I said, with City, uh, with Higuain just looking shattered, um, Higuain will be will be scoring this weekend. Uh, this well, this Monday for sure, in my opinion. Uh, on the right side again, like I said, I would love to see Callum Hudson-Odo. I don't know why he's not playing. We tried to buy him as a Bayern Munich fan, and Bayern Munich tried to buy him placed four bids that didn't work out i don't know what 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 were chelsea were thinking you know if you're if you're gonna say no to the transfer request and then you know i mean you're giving the transfer request you didn't obligate it to the to the man okay fair enough but you didn't play him you're not playing him either so it's kind of a weird situation you know um, for, for for Callum hudson Adoy, not for us. Um, Callum hudson Adoy wouldn't be, you know, shining for us right now, but it would have been a, a transition period, you know, getting getting the transfers in before um, before everybody else, um, so we know. So it's weird. And I'm pretty sure Callum hudson Adoy will be, um, you know, he will have a seat in the, in the, on the bench um, for sure. Uh, so... Maurice Tessari's, you know, full full strength team will be out on Monday, um, and it is what it is. Um, as far as Manchester United, you know, Luke Shaw, Phil Jones, Smalling, Young, uh, Phil Jones getting a new contract extension. Um, I, I would throw him out right now. You know, you know, throw him out as in like throw him out onto the pitch and play. You just got a new contract. I said, I bet I expect you to be playing light in, lights out. You know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to spend. Maybe with the whole selling business going on, um, again, you've you you've got you've got to you've got to make some changes. You know, Phil Jones has been there for a while, and he hasn't been great. Smalling had you know that two year time where he was decent. He's fell off. Um, Young, he's getting old. Luke Shaw, you know. You know, it would be nice to have a f- backup left back for, you know, give Luke Shaw some time off or some competition. You know, you don't have a right back. Valencia is out. So it's it's like a tragedy in the back line, but it's not a tragedy in midfield. You know, Herrera, he's a great player. I like him. You know, he might not be the fastest, the strongest, the best on the ball, 
but he's got that desire. He has that, you know, commitment to um, play for the badge. And uh, you need players like that sometimes. Um, it doesn't matter if, you know, he's not the fastest, strongest, best goal scorer, best dribbler, um, you know, best defender, you know, the tallest the smartest anything like that sometimes you just need a leader some and that's that's where the captain's armbands comes in sometimes you know it's old-fashioned you know that is the skipper that is the man we answer to and uh, i like Herrera. I, I really like enjoy him um, matic i think matic is gonna be you know he's been great for um for chelsea he's been great for united um Matic underscore Lagunar Sosa has been very good and he will be providing that defensive uh, support and stability in the midfield as well, um, especially for the back line of Smalling and Jones. Um, that place on the uh, in the midfield of the uh, alongside Matic uh, Pogba Paul Pogba you know he's got to have a better game that PSG game you know he did not look like Paul Pogba he looked like uh, you know his brother Pogba um, someone else um, you know. Marquinhos did a really good job on Pogba, so this time around they've got to, you know, understand that, you know, if they man mark, you know, what does that mean? You got to have a plan B. You got to have options. So if Conte man marks Pogba, you know, it will be difficult. Um, he might not be tall, but he will be able to catch up and be quick with him. So there's that, and I think that will be a great, um, you know, approach um, if if um, if Chelsea approach the game and when they don't have the ball to have Conte man marking um, Paul Pogba um, in front of them, Juan Mata, um, Juan Mata, great, great person, you know, great adversary, um, you know, giving, giving, um, you know, his his duty for the club, you know, United, he, he's been on the bench, in and out, called upon whenever he's needed to play, so. One Mata, I think, you know, playing at a 10 position in front of um, Herrera, Matic, and Pogba, I think he will have enough support um, going forward and in, in the defensive area. So one Mata should be able to roam free around, get guys like Lukaku service, Rashford service, play a nice through ball, get it out wide, uh, isolate Rashford with uh, Alonso. Or maybe Lukaku with um, Aspilicueta, um, anything like that. You know, Juan Mata has to string those passes because if Juan Mata disappears and Rashford and Lukaku don't get the ball, uh, then we're going to be a lot of people are going to looking at Lukaku and Rashford they, like they are terrible. And I don't think Lukaku and Rashford are terrible. I think Rashford, for being young, he's a very good footballer. He's got ways to go, um, kind of, kind of like Timo Werner. You know. Um, you know they're both quick. They pull. They both best uh, centrally, um, but they they're still young. You know Timo Warner is like 23. Um, Rashford is still young, younger than 23, I believe. So both of them, both and you know specifically with Rashford, because we're talking about the with Manchester United. Rashford, I don't know. It feels like um, you know he plays well when the team plays well because if the team is not playing well he's not getting service and he can't make anything out of it because he's quick he's not big he can't you know hold up the ball so and if he runs in the channel he's he's uh, isolated sometimes he doesn't know what to do because you know he's not a natural winger he's he's far better centrally and up front as a striker so We'll see what happens. Um, Subs-wise, you know, they're not going to be having much changes. So Rashford, Lukaku, and, you know, even Mata maybe have to be very solid and, you know, stay stay um, 
on their feet and you know be quick uh, maybe kill the game off if they can because like i said lingard marshall and alexis sanchez are most likely all three out uh, on monday against chelsea um on the on the other under other other um, Red Devil man next to Rashford, Romelu Lukaku. Romelu Lukaku, interesting player. You know, a lot of people slag him for his first touch. A lot of people slag him because you know, for for a professional to um, you know play like quote unquote an ogre, as I heard once. Um, you know, like I think by person when when they say play like an ogre, I think what they saw is stupid decisions from uh, Lukaku. Maybe a poor touch. Maybe seeing a professional athlete making millions and having a touch as, as severe as that. Maybe, you know, traumatize that person. But again, the touch wasn't great. He needs to work, obviously, on his game. But Romano Lukaku, you know, he's built like a tank and he's not a defender. He's a, fo- he's a forward. He's a striker. That's an advantage. If you put Lukaku um, up against, uh, you know, Davi Luiz or Rudiger or Aspilicueta, you know, Look at how much trouble that can cause him. Because if you get the ball to him, and you can, he can hold up the ball and bring the guys. He's quick enough to be to be drifting out onto the flanks. Um, on set pieces, he needs to be he needs to be going into the, at the ball. He can't be waiting for the ball. Attack the ball. Be be aggressive on set pieces. You're a striker. You know you're huge. You're built like a tank. So Lukaku is a really good player. You know with Lukaku with the right. You know you know, right system with the right teammates, personnel, the tactics, everything added up, you know, more and more, more and more, um, you know, he could be a very good um, player. Look at last season. He was very good. You know, he had 20 plus goals this season. He's been struggling um, for the most part under Jose Mourinho, and he hasn't been playing much under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But when he did, when he does play, he's been pretty good. You know, just look at against Arsenal. He didn't score. He, he, you know, he, he got the ball. He basically turned around, looked at the Arsenal defenders, and he was playing through balls. You know, he's getting, uh, you know, he was getting nice passes away um, without any press. So um, I don't think he's going to have that much time um, on the ball uh, with Chelsea because Chelsea will be um, trying to have the ball. So the limited ball they have, Lukaku and Rashford, they need to link up well, and Mata needs to give them service. The whole Manchester United needs to get service to Rashford and Lukaku because these guys, if they can't prove themselves, it's not sometimes on them. It's just, it's this lack of service they get. And um, and I can't blame them because, you know, if there's no service for your striker, um, they look ghostly and it's it's just like playing with 10 men um, look at guys like obama um, they could be great nine out of ten times but when that one time when they don't get any service they don't get any crosses decent crosses they don't get the ball played in them and they only end up with one or two shots um the whole game you're going to be acting like obama Inc. or you know maybe lukaku rashford even guys like timo werner are shit but they're not it's just like sometimes um, you know, they work their socks off, but they're not getting um, service. You know, you've, the wingbacks or the fullbacks uh, matters on what um, system each team plays. But you need to send um, nice crosses and you got to provide service. You've got to kick the ball to them. Um, and at the same time, you know, when you're giving service to them, they've got to capitalize. And when they don't, then you can, you know, point the finger then. 
But at the same time, also Lukaku, Rashford, and all these guys I've named, they also have to attack the ball. They also have to demand the ball, um, get into the game. You know, one one area that Lewandowski has um, changed, you know, back um, maybe two, three years ago, he would never... Um, he would he would be uh, sometimes ghosted out you know he would he would be uh, in between the two center backs and there would be a dm so there would be mostly three guys near him at all times but now um starting like maybe i think last last season you know he if he's not getting the ball for like maybe 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes you know he's going to be frustrated so what does he do he comes out into the midfield he gets um he gets a pass just to touch the ball just to kick the ball so he gets into the groove because as a as a striker if you're not getting the ball uh, many times and if you're getting it one time then you've got to capitalize on that one two three times you're asking a lot you're asking to be you know be super clinical you know the average conversion rate is like less than 15 percent. it's like 15 percent, i think and to to ask someone to be you know um twice as twice as that you know that's you're asking a lot um consec- consistently so lukaku needs service and all these strikers i named they need to be they need to have some good service to uh you know be be effective so like i said this game anything can go um but like i said i think these injuries are going to be a problem with lingard martial and sanchez um i like the approach um as a from from a 4-3-1-2 uh, with rashford and lukaku up top i think it will be giving problems to louise rudiger and he'll be dragging kante back and Jorginho will be uh, having difficulties if uh you know if he, if he's pressed with uh, Mata, so um, again anything goes. But I think that the injury concern, um, the tired, the tiredness of um, Chelsea as far as mentality when it, with the losses to City and the struggling to Malmo, and being at home and Old Trafford, I think the crowd is going to be behind them, and I think Chelsea will get the with will get the moon and move on. So that's my prediction. Let me know what you guys think. Chelsea versus Manchester United FA Cup Monday, uh, Monday, uh, Monday night um, at Old Trafford. Um, you know, interesting game. Uh, a lot of injuries for United. Um, both managers need a bounce back game. In my opinion, more of Chelsea. So let's see what happens. Um, I think uh, in more, more, I guess, retrospect, if you look at it, uh, Mauricio Sarri's, uh, I guess, in the hot seat. And this game is um, very important to Chelsea um, as a whole club because then they will be understanding they might be making a managerial change. Um, so there's that. Um, as far as what's, what's going to be going on, you know... Um, I expect I don't expect too much of a goal fest. Maybe um, you know three, four goals total. Um, so we'll see. Um, but I think it's going to be an interesting game. I will be looking at that. I will be watching that tomorrow. Um, so we'll see what's going on. On that, thank you guys. We'll be back. Um, we'll be back very shortly. Actually, I think I'm going to be recording some Champions League games. We're going to be recording some um, league games also. Uh, we're going to be moving on, looking at into Barcelona, Real Madrid in the Champions League. We're going to be looking at uh, the big Champions game bar in Liverpool this week. And we're going to be looking at United Liverpool on the weekend. So a lot of games, a lot of key games coming up for a lot of uh, teams across Europe. So on that, thank you guys. Um, make sure to follow um, the the Twitter page, Football Today VG. Also on Instagram, same handle 
at football today vg thank you guys we'll be back very shortly with new episodes keep in touch follow uh i hope you guys have a had a great weekend and uh have a great week also um we'll see you soon and uh, thank you for listening guys